0: Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio, Talk, radio Show. Talk
1: Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kurt Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for May 28th, in the year of our Lord, 2019. This is our one of two. And our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America is our guide, and absolutely we're convinced. The checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers. One of the great, peaceful, restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. We were live yesterday on Memorial Day, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you had a delightful, elongated weekend. We had our guest on first hour, Mr. Lowell Nelson, Liberty.org and ronpaulinstitute.org. We talked about a Memorial Day message from Tim Wildman at the American Family Association. We need to understand that Memorial Day is a time when America remembers those who gave their lives for freedom. We talked about John Quincy Adams. Quote, you will never know how much it has cost my my generation to preserve your freedom. I hope you make good use of it, says John Quincy Adams. Boy, is he right on that score. We talked about political leadership school on July 27th in Sandy, Utah led by CampaignForLiberty.org slash Utah. Check it out and get involved today. We talked about a victory for sound money in Kansas. That's great news. They're working towards honest money in Kansas, working towards gold and silver coinage as constitutional currency as it once was in this great republic. We talked about the Violence Against Women Act. Does violence to the Constitution. Understand we talked about how bad that is. Because the states are responsible, ladies and gentlemen, not the federal government. The Constitution limits the federal government and federal jurisdiction to three crimes. Counterfeiting, treason, and piracy. And all other crimes, including domestic violence, are strictly state and local matters. So then we dovetailed that into the reality of why the Founder wanted you to own military-style weapons. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about a superb anti-war film, appropriate for Memorial Day, if you will. They Shall Not Grow Old. Great hour with Lowell Nelson, CampaignForLiberty.org. Second hour, we had our buddy on, Scott Bradley, his goal to preserve the nation, his website, freedomsrisingsun.com. And we talked about Donald Trump's day with Abe, talking about a Japanese leader. Golf, sumo, three meals, and diplomacy. We believe it was a great time, but the mainstream press just of course beating up the Donald on every front. They're telling you how distracted he is with domestic Twitter disputes, and he can't keep focused on the Japanese leader. What a disgrace! Disgrace! They say. I look at it completely different. They're just mad because he's not pro-war. They're just—it doesn't matter what Donald does; they'll never be happy with him, unless he promotes socialism flat out. Our prayers are with Donald. Shame the liberals. Even John Voigt declares Donald Trump is the greatest president since Abraham Lincoln. Reverend Franklin Graham speaking out and urges a day of prayer for President Trump, and he rallies Christian leaders around the most attacked president in history. Well, you know what? We defend Trump on many fronts, folks. Donald Trump vows to keep Memorial Day tradition alive. What we're talking about, we're talking about the rolling thunder. An organization that, you know, is doing a lot of good, and we commend them for trying to back the president, trying to defend America. But Rolling Thunder kind of came out of the Vietnam era and a little bit of a concern back then. Um, You know, whose side are you on? You know, are you for going to war in Vietnam? Are you for what happened to Vietnam? You know, how do you work through all that on a Memorial Day discussion? I wasn't for going to war in Vietnam in the first place. However, I'm not going to hold those who went and served responsible for the actions of leaders, especially when folks were drafted and or were compelled to go, feeling like if they didn't take a position willingly, they'd be drafted a lower rank or a lower position or with less opportunities than than volunteering ahead of the draft. A very difficult time. And it's very easy to slice and dice history and point fingers at everybody. The bottom line is it was a war that ought to never have been. It was a war that we did not intend to win. It was a war that had political... Um, confusion all around it it was a war that we should have never ever ever been in in fact was it even a war was it an officially declared war you got to kind of wonder on all those fronts and then you got to kind of back into this idea and say you know what it's kind of like when we talk about jesus christ we hate the sin but love the sinner we hate the war sometimes but love those who served. Uh, we hate this, uh, the needfulness of a war many times and or the justification for a war, um, but we stand for doing the best we can. We want to look at history, though, and not repeat the negative side shows, wars that are unjust, that are not necessary. We do look back, though, with fondness and memories and appreciation for those who have served and loved and died and for the sacred cause of freedom. At the same time, we want to make sure that we don't repeat uh, the mistakes of history. And it's a very tough line, a very difficult discussion to have. Even my commentary now will be attacked and discussed and manipulated. And anyway, I bring it all up to say hey, we pray for those who have lost their lives and their loved ones. We remember on Memorial Day for the sacrifice, for the love. Uh, we also are concerned that going forward we ought not be a warlike people. All right, Ben Carson, for example, is being relentlessly attacked. And he shoots down the Democrats calling for his resignation. He says hearings are just attack, not policies. He's spot on right. We talked about Sheila Jackson Lee claims four Trump campaign members targeted with FISA investigations. It's very tough again to even know what that means, right? I mean, are you for justice? Well, of course. Are you for the FISA court? No, we're not. Well, Sam, the FISA courts try to administer justice. Oh, really? So it becomes very difficult to know what you're for and what you're against unless you base your ideas, your focus points on principle. And unless you use the supreme law of the land as your guide on a country level, unless you use the fundamental unit of society, the family as your guide, the traditional biblical family as your guide, and unless you use God and his commandments and laws as your guide. Then, you know what, through these muddy waters, this political cesspool of confusion, if you will, starts to get a whole lot easier. You gotta ask yourself, what would God say? What are the commandments? What would the traditional family call for and stand for? What would the greatest country on the face of the earth stand for? What does its supreme law say? And pretty soon you can break it down by God, family, and country and protect life, liberty, and property. And pretty soon complicated matters become quite simple indeed that's a recap of yesterday's live broadcast on memorial day it still is available at libertyroundtable.com tell all your friends spread the word news tonight which refused to use today starts now kurt crosby's with me welcome to the broadcast sir
2: buenos dias greetings and salutations howdy 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 thank you sam
1: all right kurt wants us to watch but we can't because it's the radio but he's talking about a clerk losing a job what happened, Kurt?
2: Well, yeah, The uh, in this case, Sam, all right, so you're in Clackamas County, Oregon. Yes, I and, am. Uh, and <laughs> I've never been to Clack. I've never even heard of Clackamas County. Well, there's anyway, most counties you haven't heard of, Kurt. Yeah, that's right. And by the way, and you're and just uh, like me, just so you know. Because you don't K-O-I- want to know why there's over
1: 3,000 counties in America, Kurt. That's to cool, remember that's and right, keep track yeah. of them all is literally
2: virtually impossible. A little tough, but... Uh, it, K-O-I-N-T-V has got this report and then the uh, Breitbart boys bring it forward but the headline reads Clerk Loses Job After Pulling Gun on Hatchet Wielding Robbery Suspect Now the reason it says watch is they had the video as well of this uh, you know thing happening uh, you know the surveillance video or whatever and uh you know, basically, uh, the video shows the suspect enter the, uh, it's called the plaid pantry. Uh, this is about one in the morning and I'm thinking plaid pantry at one in the morning. Maybe they shouldn't be open that late, but anyway. Uh, then this, uh suspect, that says, allegedly pulled a hatchet. And I'm thinking, you can watch it right on the video. So what's this allegedly stuff? You know, I guess it's legalese or something. But, I mean, it's not like. So he pulled a hatchet from his pants. That's got to be kind of uncomfortable. And the clerk responded by pulling a gun. The suspect uh, responded. The
1: hatchet (laughs) came out and then the rob-me-not came out.
2: That's Right. right. The uh, suspect responded by allegedly leaving the hatchet on the counter. Well, I mean, why did he say allegedly? Because, I mean, I'm seeing this right on the video. Carried. But anyway. Uh, you
3: don't even know, and
2: buddy. And apologizing. And he got pretty civil, Sam, when he saw that, you know, rob me not. Uh, and then he, well, it says before fleeing, the clerk uh, it says is no longer employed by the store. Which has not. a zero how tolerance dare you defend my weapons.
1: cash register as an employee? What are you thinking? Yeah.
2: They're in they're in Oregon where you can't How even dare put you your own defend gas. everybody else's I
1: mean, lives in the store? What are you thinking?
2: <laughs> uh it says Fox News reports the Clackamas County Sheriff's Office is still searching for the suspect. Sergeant Marcus Mendoza put out a release to the suspect. Which said, "We'd like to reunite you with the hatchet you left behind." After the clerk responded with a handgun and a nine-one-one call, and you fled the scene. So anyway, you imagine the pretty uh, nice uh, up I there think the in clerk of,
1: dialing nine-one-one might show pretty good intentions, wouldn't you think?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't think he was ready to kill him. But I sure wish I had to slow him down.
1: I sure wish I had plenty of money. I'd hire people like that.
2: Yeah, amen. I'm talking about the
1: guy that used the rob me knot right? Not the hatchet. I'd I'd take the hatchet. Well, I wouldn't take the hatchet literally to anybody. Hold on.
0: Attention, Liberty News Radio listeners! Hard-hitting talk radio has never been and never will be supported by the mainstream in America. Hard-hitting talk radio is taking on the mainstream press like never before. News the networks refuse to use is one of the best ways to educate people. We invite all liberty-loving Americans to join with us to restore the principles of our founding fathers and promote God, family, and country in the media and our lives. Please help spread the liberty message with your generous donation. You can go online at libertynewsradio.com right now and make a donation online. Or call 801-756-9133 and make a donation over the phone. That's libertynewsradio.com and 801-756-9133. Make a donation today.
4: Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face, and the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed, and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation.
1: I'm only half intelligent. I just can't leave the story alone. All right. Convenience store clerk. This headline's all wrong, Kurt. I'm going to rewrite it on the fly. As the broadcast unfolds, you know me. Um, they say yeah. robbery suspect, and I'm just saying the guy's in the video, man, with a hatchet, pulling the hatchet out of his pants and stuff like this, and the yeah. ro- the the clerk's just like, "Oh no, you don't. You're not robbing us, here my friend." And so they're saying the alleged robber and the clerk gets fired and the suspect and I'm just going loses job after pulling gun on robber. It makes it sound like the aggressor. I mean, you just pulled a gun on me. What are you doing? But I think the headline's all wrong, my friend. I don't who's reporting this? Fox?
2: Well, it first came from I know from I this T V station in Oregon. K-O-I-N. Right? You got it from Fox, yeah, right? It, no, Bilderberg. It's, I mean, not Bilderberg. Who the heck is uh, Bilderberg? Breitbart. Breitbart. Oh, Breitbart. All right. Breitbart. Yeah. I'm glad
1: Kurt's not going to the Bilderbergers, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just yeah, saying. I'm Bilderbergs aren't right my... Right now. Are you really?
2: Yeah. yeah All right. Well, then what, Kurt's going to join the was on my brain,
1: League yeah. of 300 No, or I'm
2: not going to be part of it. I'm oh, just working right? on it. Well, Recordable. don't work on something
1: else. I'm Stick right with right the now. current story. Don't go anywhere well, else. I thought we were
2: finished with the current story. Then you'll send me 50 more.
1: Kurt, I, stop! I, Hold on. We got to just stick 50. with what we're doing.
3: Close, right. So no, check
1: this out. So I want to rewrite the headline because I think it's all wrong. They act like the aggressors. This guy defending his employer's store, Kurt. Yeah. Okay. And so I would look at the story completely, absolutely differently. And I would say this: valuable employee defends convenience store from wouldn't eat, would-be robber. Right? Yep. With a rob me knot. Yeah. With a gun.
2: Or you could even have said...
1: Loyal uh, employee defends...
2: uh, Store from uh, hatchet-wielding ne'er-do-well, you know, something like that. See, and I would change the word clerk, because that doesn't make it sound very important. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's... Not very Deleting the word clerk. Of, yeah. Well, and I'm not against
1: clerks. I'm not downing their position. I'm just saying no, yeah, it's all the right. wording that they do. How about loyal convenience store employee loses job yeah. after defending,
2: right? Yeah, and it could even be in the section of store are you looking with, for a God. really good future employee you know a, well yeah uh, see
1: that's the my whole point uh, of the of you know. the um,
3: <laughs> uh,
1: hatchet wielding robber suspect said it does they add this alleged i'm just gonna put robber and then i'm gonna drop the suspect piece because again it's just it's just tinged with a, I hate the employee, glad they got fired, aggressive, belligerent, gun-toting, clerk. Okay, it's all wrong. And this well, yeah, is Breitbart it's writing it, right? It's all
2: politically correct. Well, yeah, but they're... I, I know mean,
1: what they're doing, but they need to rewrite it.
2: Yeah. Uh, they need to know, say, whacked uh, out
1: TV station, reports whacked out... You see, know.
2: normally you're not even going to get a story like this. Well, you're right about that. But I want
1: to take it a step further. Because, of
2: course, there's no blood, no guts, you know, nobody, you know. I mean, hey, that. I
1: know, but a rob-me-not was used to successfully defend. Save some people. All right. loyal convenience store employee loses job after defending store from hatchet-wielding robber with a gun. How about if I change it to get rid of the word gun? you put
2: behind gun, you put in parentheses rob-me-not.
1: Yeah, what if I go ahead and just do this, and I... From from hatchet welding robber... See, this is hard to do, folks. Yes. Because I'm not (laughs) very educated. And what I'm trying to do is talk and write and reconstruct and, you know... Loyal convenience store employee loses job. After defending store from hatchet welding robber, right? Uh-huh. There you go. What if I just leave it at that? The only That's problem is how good. do I put the gun in there to show the gun in a positive light, not a negative, hate-filled light? Yeah, you. good point. I got to do that, you know? See, so I know this story. You know, we could go on really easy with this and just move on to other stories, and we should, but... I want to just highlight the kind of the way we look at it, though. I think this hero, um, loyal hero, mm-hmm. loyal convenience store employee loses job. Sadly, loses job. After defending store and customers or whoever else was in there, right? Yeah. From hatchet welding, more than a robber, just like a thug.
2: Right? Yep. With well, I mean, there's not too many good guys that show up with a hatchet, um, you know, and, and brandish it. I mean, if he had it just hanging off his waist because he was from work and he had a hatchet or something, that's a different story. But pulls that thing out, hand he has it in his hand right at the counter, and that's when the clerk reaches down and pulls out his
1: uh, robbie. Well, nut, maybe you the know, clerk should have know, said, just said can, "Do you intend to buy that hatchet? We don't yeah. sell those." Maybe that's what they should have done, Kurt. Yeah, there you go. You know, I'm just saying, I don't even understand the whole story and the reporting behind it and the agenda-driven wordsmithing that goes on. I don't even understand the story. Why isn't this employee a hero? Why isn't the store owner going, oh, my gosh, I love loyal employees. This is phenomenal. I don't even understand what's going on around here. And we wonder why America's in such a mess. And this headline, in my opinion and story, um, from this liberal state of Oregon really highlights the point, Kurt. The gun's the enemy. The employee's a failure. The robber's alleged. The, all these things just... I mean, who's the bad guy here?
2: That's a all great right.
1: point, Sam. All right. The headline I'm settling on then is the following. Loyal convenience store employee loses job after defending store from hatchet-wielding robber with a gun look of that
2: well it sounds almost like the with a gun thing sounds almost like the hatchet wielding robber had a gun too but you know anyway. yeah so how do you rewrite it uh, anyway, see kurt's
1: supposed to rewrite all this and do all this job for me not make me do it on the fly on well, top. and kurt's collecting more news while that's happening right <laughs> so why don't we talk about invasion usa because maybe we need to have some of these loyal employees roll down to the border buddy
2: well, good point. Yeah, that. That would be a good, and I'll work on this
1: headline idea. so it doesn't sound bad while Kurt breaks down the, what's it called, Invasion USA?
2: Well, yeah, the headline, this one's coming from uh, World Net Daily. He's got the piece, and then they sourced it from CNS News. And the headline reads, uh, Invasion USA, that's the section it's in. And it says, U.S. Cardinal. Now, we're not talking about the baseball team, uh, or the football team, or the birds, but we're talking about a, um, well, these are, um, you know, religious individuals. Uh, They call him Cardinal Burke. He's the former Archbishop of St. Louis, and it says U.S. Cardinal opposing large-scale Muslim immigration is patriotic. He said that? Then it says, sub headline, Islam by its definition believes itself to be destined to rule the world. End quotes. And the CNS news piece that WorldNet Daily moved along to us says, in contrast to the largely open border views of Pope Francis and other liberals at the Vatican, U.S. Cardinal Raymond Burke. Uh, with an E, by the way, said that resisting large scale Muslim immigration, quote, is the responsible exercise of one's patriotism, end quote. Man, the word patriotism is just I don't I don't hear it used too many times by church guys, at least that I can remember. And it says, added that you do not have to be a rocket scientist uh to know that many muslims immigrate because they are opportunists after all meaning they want to said, what to of america or what well or wherever they are i mean that's why you go somewhere i mean isn't it why you you know when you get a job you think well this is an opportunity for me to you know improve things and i get to earn a living uh, so i mean Muslims moving into places where the people basically turn it over to them, uh, I think they're taking advantage of an opportunity, right? And the story goes on, it says, After all, said Cardinal Burke, Islam by its definition believes itself to be destined to rule the world. Cardinal Burke, the former Archbishop of St. Louis, former chief judge at the Vatican's highest court, made his remarks. All right, I I got my headline, and Kurt's
1: got, what, two minutes over the break? Or three minutes, actually. you got a long time. To write the next headline and tell me how the USA headline ought to be. I'll give you mine in seconds. (laughs) Liberty Roundtable Live.
0: Pursuing Liberty. Using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
3: As we told you, the president is on his way back home after his state visit to Japan. He did make a Memorial Day stop before his departure, as we hear from USA Radio's Robin Walensky.
5: The long Memorial Day holiday weekend wraps up with President Trump and First Lady Melania visiting our troops stationed in Japan on the USS Wasp as their last stop on their state visit before heading back to the United States.
1: Together you are advancing freedom on the high seas, shielding our nation from danger dangerous weapons, and preserving the peace that generations of valiant American
5: warriors gave their lives to secure. The president addressing about a thousand U.S. servicemen and women.
3: California Congressman Duncan Hunter says when he served in the Marine Corps, he took photographs of dead bodies. Hunter making the remark while defending Navy SEAL Chief Eddie Gallagher over the weekend. Gallagher accused of war crimes, including taking pictures with dead combatants and shooting unarmed civilians. This is USA Radio News.
6: If this were just any door, and this were just any ignition, connected to just any transmission in just any vehicle, then perhaps it would be okay to buy it from just anyone. But this is not just any car, it's a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz. Every detail has been inspected and road tested by highly skilled Mercedes-Benz technicians and it's all backed by an unlimited mileage warranty for up to five years, which makes the decision of where to buy one simple, your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer. The Certified Pre-Owned Sales Event, going on now through May 31st. Come in today and take advantage of two years of complimentary prepaid maintenance and special financing offers available through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. Because in the end, it's absolute confidence in genuine Mercedes-Benz parts, or it isn't. It's either Mercedes-Benz Certified Pre-Owned, or it isn't.
0: See your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer for complete details and limitations on Certified Pre-Owned Warranties.
5: A terrible situation in Maui where a man attacked by a shark dies over the Memorial Day holiday weekend. The man ID'd as Dr. Thomas Smiley, 65 years old, an optometrist from California, on vacation with his wife and swimming when the shark bites his leg off. Rescue workers not able to save him to Colorado now changing gears a boulder as big as a house or small building blocking a highway and it could be a while before it's all cleared out. USA Radio's Chris Barnes on the story.
3: No one can say when the road will reopen. A massive slide raining rocks onto State Route 145 north of the town of Dolores on Friday. The slide created an 8 foot deep trench all the way across the road and the boulder is now sitting in the middle of it. The highway links Cortez and Telluride. The Colorado Department of Transportation is bringing in a team of experts to figure out how to break up the boulder and clear it away so that the road can be rebuilt. I'm Chris Barnes.
5: This is USA Radio News.
1: All right, stop editing. Unmute Sam and Kurt. Reduce volume of music. Start to talk. Continue editing headline. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's what uh, a day in the life of Sam Bushman is. Just get up and uh, now I got to edit patriotic, right? Um, because for some reason, and I don't know why this is, every headline they put it in capital letters, and I can't have all my show notes in capital letters every single you know headline. So I got to type the word patriotic over again and get rid of the all caps patriotic, right? Because they say, you know, be easy on the caps key when you're writing headlines. Because they say it's just, you know, everything just becomes shouting. And it's, I mean, it's almost like talk radio on the printed word, right? Anyway, so here's the headlines that I got, Kurt. Loyal convenience store employee uses gun, defends store from hatchet wielding robber, loses job. How's that for the headline, sir?
2: Very good, sir. A little better, huh? Yeah, I'm I'm very good. All right,
1: then I wrote the U.S. Cardinal one. You got a headline for us?
2: About the Cardinal? Yeah. Well, I thought it was all right. And I mean, I'm going to go with it like it is. I don't even know what it is,
1: is the problem. See, that's where Kurt's talking. So I'll just tell you what he sent me. The headline he sent So the headline.
2: Yeah, go ahead. What did it say, Kurt? The headline. Well, it the says first thing it invasion said USA. What? Yeah. You know, is is that's that's, that's like the WorldNet Daily. Yeah, it's the WorldNet Daily kind of section. That so is in.
1: that the headline or what?
2: No. So do well, I keep that
1: just, or delete that?
2: Well, that's the section. You know, you could say, uh, you know, I mean, I keep, keep it because it sections. tells you kind of what it's like, you know. And then it says U.S. Cardinal opposing large-scale Muslim immigration is patriotic.
1: And that's great. And the problem that, with it that I have is I don't even know the guy's name. I'd like to learn his name and I'd like to remember it. I'd like to promote well, it. I'd like to say this guy's a good go. guy.
2: All right. Raymond this Burke. This guy's a good guy. Okay, good.
1: Name. So here's what I did I rewrote it and I said, U.S. Cardinal Raymond Burke, opposing uh, large scale Muslim immigration is patriotic. Very and then, who gave us this, Kurt?
2: Well, this, you know, Ronald know, Daily. CNS is, News or who? But CNS News is where they got it, you know. Yeah, so, so
1: let's put CNS News.
2: Yeah, good point.
1: And the reason why is I'm not against you getting it from WorldNet Daily, and I'm glad to mention WorldNet Daily because I love them and want to support them all the way. But you yeah, know what? Yeah. We probably write twenty USA, or, I'm sorry, twenty World net Daily headlines, and give WorldNet Daily credit all the time. And I'd like to bring CNS News as one of the good guys in the mix too. Right. See all this thought process that goes behind the headlines we write, ladies and gentlemen? This all happens without, Sam kind of highlighting what's being done, but I'm just telling you. So now the second highlight, we got it going on now. U.S. Cardinal Raymond Burke, good guy, by the way, opposing large-scale Muslim immigration is patriotic. And then dash space cnsnews.com. That's what I got. There you go. Islam, by its definition, believed itself to be destined to rule the world. And that's kind of part of the problem here. And what the story really highlights in my mind is this idea that most people and most, you know, leaders of organizations just believe that open borders is wonderful and great. My problem with it is I'm not here to debate it with anybody, Kurt. I'm just here to say it's against the law. And I stand with the law. See what I mean? Yeah. All right. Now, Trump wants to talk about the bar, doesn't he, Kurt? I gotta work well, on this headline before I go to the jobless see. claims headlines.
4: Trump right, authorizes
1: bar, and it Ooh. means the like political bar, right? The you know attorney bar to I declassify so. Russia hoax documents. No, we're not talking about the attorney oh, bar. We're talking about no. He's Mr. not bar.
2: talking about a bar. Like yeah, that's right. It's Mr. Bar in this Kay. case.
1: So, in my opinion, the headline is just absolutely ruined and a waste of time because I can't even understand what we're talking about. So I gotta yeah. rewrite this thing. So Trump is good, right? Yes. But it's all in capital letters. Well, so now i got to type R-U-M-P in lowercase and get rid of all the caps. Because uh-huh. you just can't shout everything, Kurt. Everything can't be okay. a shout, right? Yeah, yeah. So Trump authorizes Barr. Go ahead.
2: Right. To declassify Russia hoax documents. Subheadline intelligence community directed to quickly and fully cooperate. Now they put that in. Quotes, quickly and fully cooperate. But what does that mean if you're, uh, you know, uh, like a government agency, Sam? I mean, uh, I remember hearing this one story. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. It was in our, you know, general conference, and it has to do with this little quick thing. No one even knows uh, what that means, Kurt. you got to tell them that. Well, I know. It's a fancy big meeting for our church. Yeah, perfect. Know. I mean, basically. And uh, so this guy was talking, and he's like, uh, there's part in scripture where it says that uh, I, the Lord, will come quickly or whatever, and and he was talking to his little boy, and he says, his boy told him, well, Dad, when you say something's going to happen quickly, it doesn't mean as quick as I think it should happen.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so in this case, uh, you know, when the intelligence community is directed to quickly and fully cooperate, uh, it all depends on your definitions. But anyway, well, it depends News, on what declassify
1: uh, means a little bit too, Kerry. Yeah, you got to kind of understand right. that because it might just be redacted as released as it get. You know, I've been reading the right. report, by the way, that sucker's 400. And something oh, ages. yeah. And I'm only on yeah. like 200 and something, so I'm pretty slow. Because I'm trying to, yeah. you know, I got to read it, and then I got to pull out the important stuff, and then I got to break it down and bring it to everybody, while I'm editing Kurt's headlines. Okay, so all I'm telling you is that I'm reading that thing, and in there, mm-hmm. I mean, it just—it's redacted
2: big time, Kurt, all over the place. Imagine that, Sam. I mean, it just—and so they shocking. even
1: define the three reasons for redactions, Kurt, in there. <laughs> They want you to know all the reasons they're redacting.
2: In the age of transparency from your government. And it never
1: says yeah. stuff like to make sure that government continues its shenanigans without complete sunlight
2: but that's oversight. that's what it means. It doesn't
1: it. say that, but I think you're right. That's exactly yeah, that's, what it means. That's
2: in between the lines.
1: Now, who's you know? Barr, Kurt? Do you even know who Bob Barr is? Whenever well, I think yeah, Barr, it's, not, I think it's Bob. not
2: Bob Barr in this case. It's uh, the new guy. You know what's you his know, name for? Uh, Attorney General Barr, that's yeah. what we call him. But what's uh, his first William name? Barr. William. Yeah. So I Sir William. A.G. You know. William. Right? Barr. With two R's, by the way. Uh, and, yeah. it's a bar William with, with two
1: bars? R's? I mean,
2: R's? So that's right. R's, yeah. That's right. For, so it says, President Trump issued a memo. Giving Attorney General William Barr, those memos are nice, the authority to declassify any documents, and then it says, I wish he would have just stopped right there, you know, any documents, period, you know, Trump? declassify any documents. We could learn about, about the all? JFK thing. We could learn about... <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> we could learn about hey man, just go down through history. Tuskegee, we might even learn about the moon. We could learn about so much stuff. We Wait could just a minute, what don't you know about the moon, curve? All right. Well, I don't know. You know, I mean, maybe the government's not been telling the truth about a lot of things. I mean, (laughs) it's possible. Uh, Anyway, so it says, but did you classify any documents? And it goes on. Related to surveillance of the Trump campaign in 2016. Trump also ordered the intelligence community to cooperate with Barr. Yeah, and of course they'll do it. because You're missing the part. It says
1: fully cooperate.
2: Really? I didn't see that. That's up above where your headline was that I'm trying to Oh, write. yeah. Okay. Well, see, that's
1: go. why I think it's so important. And I don't mean to be weird about this, but what I'm saying is I think people miss. If they're going to wordsmith all the key points out of something,
3: mm-hmm.
1: we got to wordsmith it back. He said to fully cooperate. That doesn't mean like Stonewall. That doesn't mean like turn against Trump. That doesn't mean like put your own political agenda up in, in, in his face and resist. Okay. But what's going to happen if they don't fully cooperate, Kurt. I don't know. I'll tell you what's going to happen. There's going to be one little tweet. Donald's going to be like, bad guys won't cooperate. Bad guys. Yeah. And then move on,
2: right? That's right. Trump authorizes. I don't know if there'll be a tweet for that. Trump
1: authorizes AG William Barr to declassify Russia hoax documents. That's my headline. You cool with that? I know who. I'm not all confused on the Barr thing. I know Mm -hmm. it's not Bob. I know it's Bill. Oh, should I just put Bill instead of William? I kind of like that better. You know why? Because when you say William, it's like some highfalutin guy. When you say Bill, it's like, oh, redneck Bill over there. All right, good. See how the wordsmithing works? Trump Uh authorizes A.G. Bill Barr to declassify Russia hoax documents. Do it quickly. Fully cooperate. Get her done, says the president. All right. Anyway, that's kind of cool. All right. Anything else on that one, Kurt? Nope. Kurt wants to talk about jobless claims. Um, where's this at?
2: Jobless claims. Oh, Let's yeah. see if
3: we I can I guess it's find like the nation?
2: Uh, I suppose so. Let's see if I can find this one.
3: I here.
1: never understood jobless. the term jobless claims. Just because you're jobless, does that entitle you to claim something from me?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. see, see that somehow somebody was expecting a bigger drop, and it only dropped, uh, well, Two hundred eleven thousand, uh, but the headline from Breitbart: jobless claims unexpectedly dropped to two hundred eleven thousand. So, doggone on it, they were hoping for more jobless claims, but no, shoot, no dice. There wasn't enough. You know, bad guy doing <laughs> It was kind of upsetting.
1: Now, know? what I find interesting about this thing, though, is this: who expected that, Kurt? Because I expected jobless claims to be even lower and lower, and the more we deregulate, and the more we, I expect it to be even lower than that.
0: Talk Right, the conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right, all the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. Talkright makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political world. Download Talk Right today from Google Play or the App Store.
1: All right, jobless claims expected to drop or unexpectedly dropped to basically 200,000 or 211,000. They expect that it'd be way higher. I expect as we deregulate, as we bring manufacturing back, and as we do a lot of these things, it, it'll be even less. But, of course, the expectations are de- defined by who? The haters of the Donald, the economy wizards that love fake money, and anything you do to bring us back to constitutional currency, to honest money, to uh, less regulation, to true uh, free market. Uh, systems and enterprise i mean these people are just chagrined that every move made so there you have that now there's a headline about the kansas city fed too kurt they're kind of negative
2: well yeah and just before we go there a little more detail on this uh weird jobless claim thing uh you know it says uh mid well, it's not too weird to me though it kind of makes
1: sense kurt
2: well i know but uh you know They all were expecting more, you know what I mean? They they want more people unemployed. Well, those are the guys that thought Donald
1: would ruin the whole economy and it would be like a train wreck a month after he took office.
2: That's exactly right. So it says amid rising trade tensions and a tight labor market, U.S. businesses are hanging on to their employees and not laying off workers. That thus, see, the real problem is government has less clients, you know what i mean, less people that need all those food stamps and all that stuff. It says initial claims for state unemployment benefits dropped to 211,000. That's down a thousand from the week prior and below expectations for 215,000. Uh jobless claims are a proxy for layoffs when President Trump began raising tariffs, critics said, the import duties and retaliation would cost american workers jobs. Instead, unemployment has plunged to 50-year lows. Jobless claims have remained low. Job creation is much stronger than expected. And are and they applauding the president? Kurt, is that what's coming out of this? Well, I think the Breitbart would, boys would. but I did mean, they? imagine, Sam, if this was turned around. Hold on. Did they, though? Uh, well, I think they're doing it by actually doing the report. Yeah. Uh, but they could uh, you work know, with it a other little guys. More positive, too, though. Well, sure. Uh, they could have, you know, said all this, but whacked out. I mean, it is a short story. The
1: most positive environment <laughs> job market we've seen in 50 years. See, that's the kind of stuff I'd be saying. Yeah, that's a great point. But anyway, uh, it's good they're reporting you know, it. I agree. I'm not trying to be yeah. negative as much as I'm trying to show you. Even oftentimes the news we get, even when we get a good story reported, and even when they're doing their best to report it right, it takes just Hours and hours and hours to refocus, Smith, re to put things in, in, in my humble opinion, the right perspective the way we need to. When it's literally, and just imagine, and here's the point, and the reason that I spend so much time on it, it's not really to attack Kurt. He's given me a ton of great headlines, ton of great things to work on and talk about and everything else. I'm just kind of showing you how difficult it is behind the scenes to do what needs to be done is the whole purpose for it. But the reason I bring it up is because I just imagine if we could turn the whole news around and write things in a real um a fair viewpoint kurt
2: you know it makes me think of the days of old when i'd i'd get to hear paul harvey sam yeah i and, think you're right and and he'd basically say um you know things like the sewers include and then he'd tell who was suing who or whatever and, and he basically would do a summary of the you know all the different news that he thought was of anything importance in about fifteen minutes or less, and he'd call himself your newsboy, um, because basically he was hunting it, finding it, and uh, bringing it to you in uh you know, his own special way. And yeah, and he would and do it cheerfully, and what... I
1: think he had positive on a lot of focus too. A lot of it was positive news yeah. and it was information that you go, wow, that's that's a there's a hero right there. There's a you know what? I didn't know that. And it's that kind of, it's yeah. almost Paul Harvey was the leader of the news. The networks refused to use movement. He's just so yeah, much better at it one. than we are. It takes us a couple hours and he got it done in 15 minutes. See, or you could say that maybe the news is so much worse these days. We got a, a bigger job than Paul had, but nevertheless, he was yeah. certainly a pioneer. He was certainly right. And you're, you're exactly making the point that I'm trying to get at Kurt is that, you know, Breitbart's doing a great job. CNS news doing a great job. World net daily doing a wonderful job. But even they have a hard time. I and mean, it's so hard to rewrite all the stories to be the way, in my mind, they ought to me. Good point. And when I say in my mind, I mean, so jobless claims unexpectedly dropped the $211,000. i would like to say something like this. To the chagrin of the mainstream,
2: <laughs> jobs
1: right. are plentiful.
2: The chagrin of the opponents of President Trump,
1: yeah, and, see what I mean? you know that's exactly America right.
2: America first kind of folks.
1: And that's know? exactly the point, you know, putting America first, joblessness, <laughs> becoming a thing of the past, you know see what I mean? It's all how you kind of tell the story is what I'm getting at, and I, I think you're doing a wonderful job, Curt. I think these organizations that we're highlighting are too. I just wish we had more time. We just can't rewrite and do everything. It's just about impossible, but we're doing yeah. the very best we can. What did I write? all the three headlines. I'll never make it in the news business doing that. Wow, Kansas City Fed in the news, and I'd write this one differently too, Kurt.
2: Well, yeah, and uh, when you when you look at it and you read the whole story, like I did before I sent you the, you know, headline, uh, you know, number one, man, do we need more of these little Federal Reserve little Kansas City ones? And there's all these different ones across the U.S. I mean, wouldn't it be nice if it was like, hey. We eliminated the Federal Reserve, but anyway, in this case, the headline from those boys says Kansas City Fed manufacturing growth is sluggish. So is that going to be like a you know job promoting kind of thing? That's supposed a, to cheer you up and encourage jobs. Huh, <laughs> baloney. That's supposed right, to be right. That's the point. You know, the They're crazy direction. Uh, and, and what if we what write they it Despite the, the Fed,
1: despite out of control regulation, hey, manufacturing's yeah. coming back.
2: Well, that's right. Now, they they survey uh, in this article, it goes and says, the Kansas City Fed survey is not a good indicator of national manufacturing activity, uh, but I would say... Uh, if, it le- if it bleeds, it leads, right? Uh, but they say it reflects a ma- survey of manufacturing plants in Colorado, Kansas, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Wyoming, northern New Mexico, and western Missouri. They say the sample is quite small and this time included only 81 responses. Yeah, in other words, they're kind of uh, saying
1: it's probably irrelevant and doesn't matter, but we love to promote the negative- negativity anyway. Yeah, good point. In contrast uh, to the negativity of the Fed, Kurt, the U.S., American people feel differently, according to the latest poll.
2: Well, that's right. And Look at this next little sentence real quick, though, before we go there. It says, last week, the New York Fed and the Philadelphia Fed released their surveys of manufacturers. In contrast with Kansas City, those showed stronger than expected strength. So couldn't they have put that Fed report in the headline? Couldn't they or shouldn't they, uh, they have? You know. Well, I mean, yeah, they could have, sure have and they should have. That, yeah, that's right.
1: You're exactly right. And so then, what the headline could read? You know, two out of three surveys say economy's doing phenomenal.
2: Well, yeah. you know, back in the day, it was and, like four
1: out of five dentists surveyed say this or whatever. Two out of three yeah. Feds say the economy's rocking and rolling.
2: And this is even from John Carney, uh, who writes for Breitbart, which is, in my opinion, one of. President Trump's friends. And yet it is. And we're not attacking him. Here's the problem. I think
1: we all fall into this trap, though, Kurt.
2: Right. Right. Good point.
1: You know, I'm not attacking John or Breitbart or anybody. I'm just saying, see how hard it is, though. You got to read the whole story. You got to reassess it. You got to rethink it. You got to rewrite it. And it is hard to do. Yeah. But the poll. Especially
2: when it starts out, usually, like the AP or whoever starts the story, they do it that way. But negatively, because they're opposing the president. Yes, right. They're promoting that's right. the whole New World Order and all that kind of and stuff. And the
1: Fed, yeah. fake money and everything else. But you know what? Mm-hmm. The people get it, Kurt. In spite of it all, there's a poll.
2: Yep. Very good.
1: Scene. 71% of voters. So I had to take the percent that was all spelled out and put a percent sign. Because, see, the notes have got to be shorter. I can't have notes that are like 50 pages long. I'll end up doing Scott Bradley notes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dr. Scott Bradley notes. They'll be so massive. Good point. That, you know, yeah, so I got to I gotta try to reduce them down to readable kind of summaries of the hour things. And So yeah. anyway, I do little things like that. Like I get rid of all the shouting capital letters, and I write the headline, sure. and I add the names to headlines when the names are left out so you know who's who in stories. Like when they just say bar this and that. I don't even know what they're talking about, man. But when I know so that it it's says, Bill Barr and AG Attorney General and stuff, then I gain it. So then I take this yeah. percent. So it says 71, and I have a percent sign because it's a lot shorter than spilling out percent, right?
2: Right. 71% of voters positive on economy. Oh, Sam. That would be a pretty kind of a slam dunk, smackdown, et cetera. Then it says highest rate in almost 18 years. That's pretty good stuff. Great stuff,
1: and it? you know when I think seventy-one percent, you know what I think? Overwhelming majority.
2: Yeah, well, I mean it's almost three quarters, which is you know, right. It's an overwhelming majority. That's what I'm talking big about. Big
1: number a majority, you know? and it's yeah. good news too, Kurt. I think, and that goes in yeah. contrast. So let me just t- say this: you got the Kansas Fed that's all negative. You got what the right. New York and Philadelphia Fed that's positive, and seventy-one plus percent of the people positive. Yep, yeah. I don't even understand how this other Fed group can even. Get any traction. Good point. All right. The next headline, interestingly enough. Anything more on this poll, by the way?
2: Well, it was a Quinnipiac poll, uh, Quinnipiac University. I always think that's a weird thing because I never knew about Quinnipiac University, but I actually went back to... Uh, connecticut I had a son-in-law that was uh, attending there he's probably concerned that i would mention that.
1: i you shouldn't mention you that mention by that. the way kurt because you're probably getting fired and kicked out as a kind of conservative racist and uh, stuff but, like that but
2: uh i guess it was basically uh you know an indian tribe sam hey they gotta the change X, that name you know?
1: can't be mocking yeah. the indians like that and you right the redskins have gotta go bro anyway see (laughs) the absurdity i still don't know about the university though but now i learned about it from kurt see now i know it's from well yeah they
2: did this telephone survey included 1078 self-identified registered voters those are the kinds where you talk to them and they say are you registered voter and you say yeah
1: and they say what's your name and i say sam and now it's sam the registered self-identified
2: voter yeah there you go yeah Anyway, great uh-huh.
1: poll, in my opinion. Positive from uh, at least the Philadelphia and the New York Fed. All Kansas City out there, negativity all by themselves there, folks. Yeah,
2: and the New York and Philadelphia Fed, the only way you can find that is read way down in the story. Though. That's the you way know, they love it. it. Sad. But we're trained no to read it upside down to
1: prevent it. it. Yeah. Now, the next headline That's says right. Donald Trump and Melania Trump.
2: Now, what uh-huh. do you think I did to that headline, Kurt? Um... Uh... Mr. and Mrs. Trump. I just
1: put Donald and Melania Trump. I didn't feel the need for two Trumps as if it they're is, somehow separate. The Their husband and wife, ladies and gentlemen. It's yeah. Donald and Melania, and Melania Trump. And so I didn't put Donald Trump and Melania Trump like they're divorced or something. I, like, put them together is what I did. Now, I know that's a yeah. subtle difference, Kurt. Right. But in the minds of people consistently, you either make them seem like they're together or you make them seem like they're kind of separate. And I know that sounds like a teeny move, and it is, in the grand scheme of things, but over time what does that do? Mm -hmm. See, and so I just changed it and took out one of the Trumps. Now it says Donald and Melania Trump visit Arlington Cemetery before they visit Japan. Great news, good for the president. I think the point here, Kurt, is what?
2: Well, good Donald's doing and nobody's reporting on it. Yeah. That's right.
1: Why not, Kurt? Why don't they tell you that he went to the Arlington Cemetery to pay tribute on Memorial Day?
2: Well, it would make him seem more presidential. More and more personable? nice guy. And, and that he actually has stuff. a heart? Yeah. Well, you so, can't have that. I mean, it shows the picture shows Melania leaning over, putting a little flag there, and he's looking on carefully. I mean, that's a nice thing. But it's from Breitbart. You'll never see it from the AP like that. Well, maybe Brad you know I mean? ought
1: not upload it to the AP. Maybe they're just lack photographers.
2: <laughs>
1: you know what I'm talking about? All right, hour one of the can, hour two coming up. I'm Sam. He's Kurt. Thanks for listening. LibertyRoundTable.com. We declare this nation shall endure.